And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and took the five loaves and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed it and brake it, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. Matthew 14, verse 14. Heavenly Father, I ask for the impartation of your Holy Spirit. Relay a message that would inspire your beloveds, your believers, and high achievers. Father, please forgive us of our many sins this day. Teach us to be just as merciful forgiving past offenses, forgiving those who've trespassed against us and even our own iniquities and depravities. Help us to forgive ourselves. Father, we thank you for this word. I pray that it's sown on good ground, that the hearer would become a doer, I reduce myself and ask that your Holy Spirit would just be an oracle of truth, of love, and edification. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, so this is going to be a quick Bible study. Matthew 14. This is Jesus. He's speaking to the multitude. You guys have heard this before, I'm sure. So here's the thing that I love about God. Did you not know our father is a multiplier? (laughs) Multiplier to the multitude. God is a multiplier. Like, that's one reason why we are called to tithe into church. When you tithe, You are giving a tenth of your earnings and you will receive a manifold return because of what you give. Interesting fact here. When Jesus gets the bread, when he gets the five loaves and the two fishes, he gets it from a young lad, a young boy. He doesn't get it from an adult. (laughs) How difficult is it for us as adults to give up something we consider our own? Give up your riches. Take your cross and follow me, right? It's hard for us to surrender things. A little boy, they have childlike faith. And I believe that's why he got it from a young lad. But let's dive into this message a little bit more. So I'm going to break this down. Verse 19, and he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass. Rest. (laughs) Rest. You see, the battle is not yours. So often... 
when we find ourselves exhausted, like you have just exerted yourself beyond comprehension, (laughs) because I do that all the time. It's like, if I don't get what I want, instead of being still and knowing that God is God, I just continue to persist. (laughs) It's like, uh, let me try again. Let me pivot my approach. Let me do something different, but I'm definitely going to persevere. And that's a great uh, virtue to have, but there are certain battles, man, that it's really not ours, that the only thing we are called to do is to be obedient. And many times God will tell us, rest, be still, know that I am God. And in that obedience, you will discover your blessing on the other side. What happens then? Let's go a little bit further down. So after he commanded them to sit their A-double-S-O-S down, (laughs) he said, sit on the grass. Then he took the five loaves. You see that after they were obedient, he then took the five loaves and the two fishes and looking up to heaven. You got to really get this. What does Jesus do? He does the thing that we are called to do. He looks up. He looks towards the heavens. He looks towards the Father. And then he blessed it. That's why we are called to bless everything in Jesus' name. When you say something in Jesus' name, it's basically signed and sealed by the Savior. (laughs) I can't make this up, guys. So the first command, sit down, rest. Give what you have to me, whether it's five loaves or two (laughs) dollars. Give it to Jesus. Give it to God. Look on him and ask him to bless it. Then he was able to feed the entire multitude of people, including his disciples. I mean, how often when we need something, do we look at everything and everyone but God? We don't look up to heaven and say, hey, Lord, can you help me out here? No, we call mom, we call dad, we call cousin, we call girlfriend, we call boyfriend, we call the bank. (laughs) Heck, you might even get on Amazon trying to fix your problems. We are to be still, know that God is God, give him what we have, and then he will bless it when we give God what we have. He always increases us. Our God is a multiplier. He's a multiplier, right? If you trust him with your possessions, which are by the way, his, because nothing is made apart from him, by him, through him. If you give him what is in your hand, he will bless it with his hands, plural, his hands, And the return that you are going to receive, it's always going to be a manifold return. It's always going to be more than what you gave. You can't outgive God. He's the source of everything, right? 
So I tell you this because I want you to grow in your faith. And you got to grow by giving up, letting go, trusting God with your money, trusting God with your children, trusting God with your business, trusting God with your tithing, trusting God, that still soft voice that's within the confines of your spirit that nudges you to do things, things that are going to make you uncomfortable. But the reason why he asks you to release what is in your hand is because he wants to bless you. He wants to increase you. And he also wants to build up that relationship with you more than anything else. Here's the thing that I noticed when I started tithing, when I started letting go of things, instead of being someone that just wanted to accumulate, I said, you know what? If God gave it to me, he can take it away and he has a right to because it's his. But here's what I noticed when I started giving things away, when I started trusting in the process of letting go, I became a part of the flow, the cycle of life, man. You reap what you sow and often from different places, different resources. When I give someone money, money chases me down. I can't even tell you how many times that's happened to me. And it took me a while to get comfortable with letting go of things. Because here's the thing. If you have never had anything or if you have lost things in the past, you know, if you grew up watching people live paycheck to paycheck, if your neighbors and your environment was stricken in calamity, then it's hard for you to release things. But God, he only takes away something because he wants to give us bigger and or better. He said, if you release this, I will bring something brand new, boo. (laughs) Something bigger, something better. If you let go of that job where you're miserable, where your efforts aren't being appreciated, where you continue to get further and further behind on your bills, if you let go of that, you will have the time to do what I have called you to do. And if you fulfill my purpose for you, (laughs) you're going to reap a harvest, boo. When God asks us for something, it's because he's going to replace it with better. I already told you our story is glory to glory. When I look over my life, God has never decreased me. Never. If he did, it was for a moment. It was like 
a transitional period, the interim be- between hope and manifestation. You know, like you got that downtime. Like when, you, when you're making food, right? You get your food out the fridge, you know, uh, maybe you're going to make some chicken. There's going to be a period of time between you cooking it, right? Uh, between you cooking it and actually, you know, setting your table, etc. There's going to be an interim of time that's going to pass before you're actually able to eat the food. <laughs> you got to cook it. You got to set your table, right? You got to do your plating. Plating is important, people. Who else watches like Top Chef? <laughs> Plating is important. Appearance, it just smittens my soul. When there's like a nicely put together plate, I'm like, you know, I want to savor this a little bit more. (laughs) So that's the thing. God knows the plans he has for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to increase you, to give you hope and a future, boo. But you can't be increased. You can't have time and energy for a new thing until you get rid of the old thing. He said, hey, give that to me and I'll bless it. I'll bless it so that um, not only do you have enough for yourself, but I will bless you so you can take care of your friends, your family, your neighbors. Give what you have to me. Rest. Be still. Trust me with your resources. If you give me what's in your hand, I will bless it. And you will have more than enough. You will have exceedingly abundantly more than you could ever ask for. What? That's the promise that's spoken over your life. But you have to open your hands. What's in your hands? What has God asked you to give up? Whatever he's asked you to release, it's a precursor to your increase. Now, with that said, thanks for tuning in once again. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's Bible study. We're still growing. We are still glowing in 34 countries. What? Yes. Keep sharing the podcast. I love you so very much. Have a great night. May God bless you in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I and your girl Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.